This week's parsha begins with the words Hazinu Hashamayim Vaadabira Vesishma Haaretz Imrefi. Moshe Rabbeinu is standing before the Jewish people and he says, "Listen, heavens, to uh, as I will speak." And the earth should listen to the words of my mouth. And he goes on to admonish the Jewish people and talk to them about the covenant that they made with Hashem, etc. But he started off addressing heaven and earth. And Rashi says that just like we have in this world the concept of witnesses, according to Torah, you need two witnesses um, to be a kosher, to be a, a proper witness. So Moshe is making heaven and earth the witness for the words that he's telling the Jewish people. And as Rashi says, Moshe Rabbeinu says, I'm a human being, I'm going to pass away. So who's going to be there to be the witness? And therefore I'm making heaven and earth witness because they're going to be around. They're, they're, they're here for the long run. And then Rashi adds and says that in addition to that, the witnesses are really the first ones who are involved in actually rewarding or bringing punishment um, to those who they witness doing whatever act. And in the same way, heaven and earth are not only passive witnesses, but they are also uh, the vehicle that brings us the reward or punishment from Hashem. The rains that come from heaven, the dew, the produce that comes from the earth and that which grows, all of that are rewards or again punishment if they don't come. And that's why the heaven and earth are appropriate witnesses because they're the vehicle of the reward and punishment as well. Now this concept of heaven and earth being witnesses it's not the first time in the Torah that we have that. Two parshas ago, in the end of parshas Nitzavim, as well, Moshe Rabbeinu says, He's talking to the Jewish people, and he says, I'm making the heaven and earth witness for you. But there, Rashi offers an additional idea, or a different idea, about why, in what way they're a they're witness. And he says that we should look at the heaven and earth and see that just as they never deviate from Hashem's command to them, the way Hashem created them, um, the, the, um, the sun always rises in the east and sets in the west, and the earth, when you plant it in a certain way, is going to grow in a certain way. So the heaven and earth represent um, entities and bodies that follow Hashem's command excellently, so we're meant to look at them and learn that we should as well. And how much more so, because we'll be rewarded for it and so on and so forth. So there he gives a different angle. And again, in this week's parsha, he says they're witnesses because they're the vehicle for the reward and punishment. And two parshas ago, he says that they're witnesses in a sense that we should learn from them how to serve Hashem in a perfect manner. And the reason for the difference is evident from the difference in... The, in, the, in the verses, in the Psukim. Because in our parsha, Moshe is addressing the heaven and earth. Hazino Hashemayim Vadabero, listen heaven and listen earth. In the previous parsha, Moshe Rabbeinu is addressing the Jewish people and saying the heaven and earth will be witnesses. But he's not addressing the heaven and earth. And therefore we're talking about two different types of, of bearing witness. In that parsha, again two parshas ago, there the heaven and earth are symbols. Moshe is talking to the Jewish people and he's saying, that's like a, a symbol, a witness, a symbol for that connection to Hashem. And therefore Rashi says, there, that you should be learning from them. We should look to the heaven and earth and learn from them and use them as symbols to help us be better in our connection to Hashem. In this week's parsha, where Moshe Rabbeinu was talking to the heaven and earth, here it's not just about them being symbols, but about what they're actually going to do. And that's why Rashi talks about the fact that they're the vehicles 
that brings Hashem's bracha to us. So basically what we have here is two forms, two ways, how the heaven and earth and really the entire world, the universe, is for us something that can, that can bring us closer, that can help us in our relationship to Hashem. There is, as it is in this parsha, seeing how the heaven and earth are vehicles of Hashem's bracha, of what Hashem gives to us. And in life, we look around and, so many, and we're, we are recipients in so many ways from Hashem's creations. I mean, it's, uh, it, it, it's, it's unlimited. We receive and we receive constantly through all the different vast and beautiful and magnificent creations of Hashem. And therefore, it's always important to look at the world, look around us, and see how everything around us that's giving to us is a vehicle, is a vehicle that brings Hashem's bracha and brings Hashem and what Hashem wants to give to us and to appreciate it as such. So that's one idea. We look around at the world around us as a vehicle giving to us from Hashem, the way Hashem expresses Himself to us. But the other idea, the one from Parshas Nitzavim, is looking around at the world and learning from the world and um, learning lessons from the world in how we also should be connecting to Hashem. There's a, a, a beautiful Hasidic story about Reb Zusha of Anipoli, a colleague of the Alter Rebbe, the Balatanya, that one time he was walking and he, looked, he raised his eyes heavenward and he fell into a faint. And after they revived him, his disciples asked him why he fainted. And he said, I, I saw the tremendous creations of Hashem, the sun, uh, the moon, the stars that is, and I saw how they were moving westward, and I recognized that they were bowing to Hashem. The Pasuk says, The hosts of heavens are constantly bowing to Hashem, and that's really behind their movement towards the west as they're bowing. And therefore I was overtaken with a fear of trepidation from Hashem. He looked at the world and saw in it Hashem. He saw how the world was serve how the stars and the moon was serving Hashem in their movements. I once heard about uh, a tzaddik in a much more recent generation, the Chafetz Chaim, that he was very, very old, in his 90s, and he told his Talmidim, he told his disciples that that morning he would always get up, you know, to be the first one in shul, 7 o'clock in the morning. He says he got up and he heard that little voice that we all recognize inside of himself saying, he says, why do you have to get up so early? After all, you're 90 years old already, you're frail, you're old. Sleep in a little bit. Why do you have to get up early to go to shul, to daven? So the disciples said, so, so what did you do? He says, I told that voice, I says, you, that voice, my Yetzirah, you're as old as I am. You're also 90 years old. And you were up bright and early to tell me not to go to daven. I'll learn from you how to get up and do my job as well. In other words, there's the idea of looking at the world around us and learning lessons in the connection of the world around us to Hashem and learning that and acting in that way as well. And this becomes the two ideas of where the heaven and earth are witnesses for us. Again, the first idea where we see how they're vehicles to bring Hashem, Hashem's bracha to us. And the other idea, learning from them and seeing how everything in creation connects to Hashem seeing the Hashgacha Pratis, the divine providence in creation, and learning from that as well. As we finished the 10 days of, of the 10 holy days, the 10 days of Tshuva, uh, culminating the day of Yom Kippur yesterday, we get ready to go into the beautiful Yom Tov and the festive Yom Tov of Sukkot, which has so many themes, but perhaps the primary theme is the theme, the mitzvah of Sukkah, 
where we go into the mitzvah and we're fully enveloped by the mitzvah, fully enveloped by the holiness of the mitzvah. And that's really what sets aside sukkah from every other mitzvah that we do, that we're fully enveloped by it. And the idea being that a person should be able to become fully enveloped by godliness, by kedusha, by holiness. And the way to do that is by being able to see in the heaven and the earth and everything in between how they're vehicles of Hashem, how they represent Hashem to, to us. And in that way, when a person feels fully enveloped by that, that brings the true simcha, the simcha of sukkah, the simcha of being enveloped by godliness. And that simcha could and should pervade us every day of the year when we feel that closeness to Hashem by seeing Hashem really in everything around us. Have a wonderful Shabbos.